November 7th, Hebrews chapter 8, verses 1 through 13. Here is the main point. Our high priest set down in the place of highest honor in heaven, at God's right hand. There he ministers in the sacred tent, the true place of worship that was built by the Lord and not by human hands. And since every high priest is required to offer gifts and sacrifices, our high priest must make an offering too. If he were here on earth, he would not even be a priest, since there already are priests who offer the gifts required by the law of Moses. They serve in a place of worship that is only a copy, a shadow of the real one in heaven. For when Moses was getting ready to build the tabernacle, God gave him this warning, Be sure that you make everything according to the design I have shown you here on the mountain. But our high priest has been given a ministry that is far superior to the ministry of those who serve under the old laws, for he is the one who guarantees for us a better covenant with God, based on better promises. If the first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no need for a second covenant to replace it. But God Himself found fault with the old one when He said, The day will come, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the people of Israel and Judah. This covenant will not be like the one I made with their ancestors, when I took them by the hand and led them out of the land of Egypt. They did not remain faithful to my covenant. So I turned my back on them, says the Lord. But this is the new covenant I will make with the people of Israel on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their minds, so they will understand them. And I will write them on their hearts, so they will obey them. I will be their God, and they will be my people. And they will not need to teach their neighbors, nor will they need to teach their family, saying, you should know the Lord, for everyone from the least to the greatest will already know me, and I will forgive their wrongdoings, and I will never again remember their sins. When God speaks of a new covenant, it means He has made the first one obsolete. It is now out of date and ready to be put aside. This week's Bible Meditation, Galatians 6, 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Good morning, Refuge Brothers. Um, my name is David Martin. I'm 31 years old. I'm in the second phase of the ministry. I'm about to go up to phase three in a week. Um, so I just wanted to give a little bit of um, what got me here and what's been going on since I've been here. Um, like most of you, I'm sure, um, our stories are the same. The walks are a little different. Um, I have an extensive uh, drug use history. Um, I was homeless um, leading up to this. Uh, I was incarcerated. Uh, for a month, got out, uh, spent three days at home, and came here July 4th. Uh, I've been here now for 
15 weeks, uh, a little over four months um, since I've come into the refuge. Uh, I've learned a, a better understanding of accountability, something I've never had truly in my life. Uh, what that looks like is um, when I'm falling short, I have a brother that loves me enough to let me know when I'm falling short. And uh, I struggled with that. Um, uh, things haven't always gone the best for me here in the ministry. But um, just because it has not gone how I wanted it to, does not mean it has not gone the way it should. Um, and that's all God. Um, and what <clears throat> God has done for me so far is uh, restored relationships that I have no right to have. Um, my wife being one of them. Um, for nine years, I've just completely abused her, uh, used her, and tried to dispose of her. Um, it's not... It's not her fault. Um, my addiction took me there. Uh, I took me there. And she's always been faithfully by my side. I do not deserve her. Um, I get to be a father to my three kids today. Um, my daughters are four, almost. And they absolutely adore me. Um, my son, he's a little over a year old. And he absolutely adores his mother. <laughs> and um, I get to be uh, a better son to my dad and my mother, um, which they deserve because they have always been the best versions of themselves they could be for me. And I've taken advantage of that also. Um, so God's restoring that relationship. I've got siblings that um, he is restoring also for me. Um, that's not the only thing he's done for me. Um, he's, he's created a, 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 a brotherhood of accountability and, and love that I've never felt in my life. Um, I've never had somebody love me to the point to where they will tell me every time I'm, I'm acting like the old me. And it's, it's crazy, something I've never felt. Um, uh, he's uh, revealing a lot more in Bible verses for me. Um, the Spirit um, reveals things as I need it. Um, he allows me to be a light in a community that I once did not care for and uh, once was tearing down just like the rest of community has. Um, and uh, I, just, I just want to urge you guys to um, lean on your brothers um, and the coordinators, the staff here in the refuge. Um, just uh, just know that they're here for you, um, and they are <clears throat> also human, and um, 
they're learning just the same as us. So don't be too hard on them when they fall short also. Just be there to pick them up as they are there to pick you up. And uh, just uh, love them unconditionally because they are loving you unconditionally. And uh, be good to the church and the church will be good to you. And I just want you guys to know that you are worth every second that God has graced you with his mercy. He just asks that you praise him in all that you do. I love you guys and I'm always here for you. Psalm 106, verses 13 through 31. Yet how quickly they, the Israelites, forgot what he, the Lord, had done. They wouldn't wait for his counsel. In the wilderness, their desires ran wild, testing God's patience in that dry land. So he gave them what they asked for, but he sent a plague along with it. The people in the camp were jealous of Moses and envious of Aaron, the Lord's holy priest. Because of this, the earth opened up. It swallowed Dathan and buried Abiram and the other rebels. Fire fell upon their followers. A flame consumed the wicked. The people made a calf at Mount Sinai. They bowed before an image made of gold. They traded their glorious God for a statue of a grass-eating ox. They forgot God, their Savior, who had done such great things in Egypt, such wonderful things in that land, such awesome deeds at the Red Sea. So he declared he would destroy them. But Moses, his chosen one, stepped between the Lord and the people. He begged him to turn from his anger and not destroy them. The people refused to enter the pleasant land for they wouldn't believe his promise to care for them. Instead, they grumbled in their tents and refused to obey the Lord. Therefore, he swore that he would kill them in the wilderness, that he would scatter their descendants among the nations, exiling them to distant lands. Then our ancestors joined in the worship of Baal at Peor. They even ate sacrifices offered to the dead. They angered the Lord with all these things, so a plague broke out among them. But Phinehas had the courage to step in, and the plague was stopped. So he has been regarded as a righteous man ever since that time. Proverbs 27, verses 7 through 9 Honey seems tasteless to a person who is full but even bitter food tastes sweet to the hungry. A person who strays from home is like a bird that strays from its nest. The heartfelt counsel of a friend is as sweet as perfume and incense.